and blame my mom. She's usually stressed about everything, so. I'm not blaming your mom. That's a fight I don't want to take. Ah, okay. <laughs> I want her to like me for as long as she will. You should also want me to like you, too. Somewhat. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I was telling Sydney that if this gets off topic, I'm not mad. Okay. Just to sit down and talk in general, I'm happy okay. about anything you want. If you have any other th ideas or thoughts, we kind of yeah. came here with a. Well, Sydney missed like a 20 inch trout today. Ooh. It was pretty nice. Well, he didn't net it, so. Oh, was it the netter's problem or the fisher's problem? I think though? it was both. Does it have to be someone's fault? Somebody should take blame, yeah. <laughs> well, let's blame the fish. Let's blame the fish who fish took off up. with mm. my fly. Mm. So it's a cop out. Whoever tied that fly on. It's sounding extra good today. I don't Probably know why. Take a fight. It's sounding a lot cleaner. You're going to be honest. Oh, I tied it the exact same way you told me to. So. <laughs> oh. uh, anyways, we're already but off topic. She really That's had fun. a huge trout on today. It was Thank nice. Twenty eight, you said? No, it was twenty. It's probably. I just wanted to say twenty, mm. but it's probably more than twenty. Twenty's still good. Yeah, it was 20, pretty 25. big for the pooter. I yeah, mean, that's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so if they want you, if you if you want them to hear you, you have to hold the mic a lot closer. Okay. You don't have to hold it to your lips. Like that's a fist. Gross. Okay. Is what I always think of. Um, for best sound, I can turn you up more. I'll just keep it at my chin. Is that good? That's if, fine. Okay. If you want to do that, yeah. Um, but yeah, who do we have here? Do you guys want to introduce yourselves? <laughs> do you want to introduce me? I'm Sydney. I was on here a bit ago. Talked a Three episodes ago, maybe? Talked no, two. Talked a lot about controversial things. And here we are again, talking <laughs> about controversial things. And this is my boyfriend. I'm Camden. And yep. yeah, I'm excited to talk and I'm here. <laughs> It should be fun. Sounds like possibly it might be more Sydney, and then you might come in a little bit, but for sure. however much anybody wants to come in, that's totally fine. As long as somebody's talking. Yes. Yeah. Less dead space, the better, no. I guess, mm -hmm. for the most part. But um, we had a topic originally, but if we fall off it, that's fine, like I said. Um, but with, <coughs> I guess, certain events that have kind of kicked it into our a lot of conversations for people um, being, I guess, the SCOTUS draft for overturning Roe v. Wade mm -hmm. is kind of like, like if I turn open my social media, I see it everywhere, especially like on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I don't have a Twitter or really check Facebook, but yeah. like anywhere on Instagram, I see posts on posts on, I have probably mostly people leaning pro-choice just in my friend circle. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of how I've come across friends through life. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm not, I don't have a firm stance, I guess, yet completely. I, I see both sides. I think like a lot of things that get politicized, sadly. Um, I think there's two narratives that people are forcing to compete against each other, but kind of like we talked about with the babble stuff we're all using words that maybe aren't um 
the same. And when we say a certain word, we think different things. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem of a lot of miscommunication. And when we're trying to deal with big issues like <laughs> legislation, mm-hmm. communication is very key. And so um, I think like once we get into it, defining particular words yep. might be helpful. Mm-hmm. And that will help people understand a little bit better. Um I'm I'm probably going to ask stupid questions and bring stupid points up, but that's Mm kind of the whole point of just openly talking about things and trying to figure out what's actually credible, what's actually have legs to it and potent and make sense and what else should be kind of thrown out. And everything is on a spectrum, right? Everything's on a spectrum. spectrum. I think the right course is right through the center. Mm-hmm. Um, so we shall try and find that. I try suppose. to find the center. Um, yes. There's definitely extremisms on both sides. I think very much so. Both are both wrong to a certain degree, mm-hmm. and trying to get the best right parts from both people will make the best decision. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yes. To kind of intro us <laughs> into all of this, I hope that hits yep. everything for the most part. Yes. Um, first time running three mics, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um, one of these has not been used yet. I forget which one. Yours looks a little crinkly. So that might be that one. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. I got the crinkled one, I guess. You got the fresh one. All of them kind of look crinkled though. But, um, yeah. I don't know if you guys want to pitch anything in just to begin with. Do you think it's like a generational thing that like different generations believe different things? Like for <laughs> our generation with like instagram you see a lot of like people our age like going one way and then i feel like a lot of our parents are going a different way than us um so what do you think in the generational aspect of that would be i think you mentioned social media a little bit yeah i think our older parents not quite grandparents some of them though their equivalent is facebook so i think they're still plugged in in that sense Ours is maybe more Instagram, yeah. and then Twitter's kind of in between. So I think everybody's still plugged in. I mean, with the plugged in, I mean, I'm talking more about, like, their ideas. Which and which side they kind of lean? Yeah, because I feel like our side of, like, our younger generational side is leaning towards pro-choice, while a lot of our parents and, like, older people are definitely leaning towards, like, pro-life in a okay. certain sense, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because I don't... I don't meet a lot of, like, my grandparents' friends that are all, like, oh, yeah, pro-choice, you know, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I guess (laughs) I haven't – I work in a nursing home, so it would be kind of cool to survey, but possibly unprofessional at the same time. Definitely (laughs) unprofessional. Um, But it would be sweet to find out It would be cool, yeah. Yeah. Um, From my own personal experience, though, with family members – I have a pretty, I guess, left-leaning family to start. Okay. So just by the people that have brought me up, it's already been more leaning towards like a pro-choice yeah. sort of thing. Just I, I would, I could picture my grandma leaning that way. Um, and my dad, we were talking about it on the drive here because I called my mom. And they both, I think, would lean more pro-choice as well. And so I kind of grew up in more of a left-leaning family to okay. s- get from the get-go. So personal experience, yeah, I don't see that, but I can see how no, that that's is definitely the case. like how I grew up was definitely different than that, where a lot of my family is right, and I don't know. I grew up like seeing all these right beliefs and all this different things, and then as I'm growing up, I'm like looking and I'm like 
maybe like somebody should have a choice on that you mm-hmm. know like maybe somebody should be able to choose what happens with their body and that kind of stuff yeah um and not saying that i would make that decision and be like oh yeah i would want to go and like take on doing that but uh just not taking those decisions away from somebody you mm-hmm. know because it's not really who am i to say what somebody should and shouldn't do yeah yeah um well one thing i do want to say right off the bat is i don't think that this whole pro-choice pro-life concept should be a political issue Mm -hmm. but i feel like it has been not like it's not like i'm attacking you for Mm. saying left or right leaning no but i just think that it has become way too much of a political issue and like everyone who's a liberal is (laughs) pro-choice every single person who's a republican is pro-life and like you're automatically assumed to believe all of these things if you like identify into one like political party but i don't know i just in general i just think it's like a normal human issue that we should deal with that's not like a political thing so you think it should not be in politics at all and shouldn't be decided by the law of like what somebody should and shouldn't do i mean um that's jumping right into the topic that (laughs) is jumping right in um that's hard i believe that women and men should have choices like freedom to choose yeah what they want to happen um but when it comes to specifically abortion that child is like its own being Mm -hmm. so when women say well like it's my body it's my choice i agree yeah every woman should have the choice of their body but when you are pregnant it doesn't it's not just you um you can't say that a child in the womb is also your body like it has 10 fingers 10 toes a heartbeat and its own unique dna so there's just like it's just hard to say like that you just have the choice to just kill this thing that apparently is you yeah so like Mm -hmm. why you're killing yourself so (laughs) like that doesn't make sense so sydney is there a certain point at which you think Mm. a person is a person I think immediately at conception. Okay. It's a beautiful thing that the Lord made, yep. in my opinion, for like human lives to be created. So right when the sperm hits the egg, I think that's a human. Yeah. I don't I just have no I have no opinion on that kind of stuff because I don't I don't understand the biology and all those different types of things and stuff. So it's hard for me to have a opinion on that. And I think that when we're looking at a lot of the different political stuff, you're like, how many of these people really know the biology behind like, oh, is that actually like something with a heartbeat or is that just like something that's got blood going through it, you know? Yeah. No, that's hard. I just wanted to get that out there as well. Uh At what point we decide that somebody is a human. In in my personal opinion, I think it's right at conception. Mm -hmm. And Bosch, do you have a, any opinion on that kind of stuff or when do you think that somebody <laughs> is a human because you have sydney's opinion but what is your opinion yeah because yeah i definitely don't have an opinion on that okay you're still trying to figure out yeah. where i you mean fall I, w- on I, would, I would want to look at more scientific articles and like yeah. figure out like more about like the idea of somebody growing in somebody's womb and that kind of stuff you know before i'm going to make a decision on that mm-hmm. yeah and i don't have a hard line i've had two kind of thought processes when i go through down this line and one is 
Well, even when you're five years old, you don't have full rights as an adult. Mm -hmm. So there is a gradient there between, I mean, the easy one is between, depending on your state, 15 or 16 when you get a license. Okay. And then 21 when you're allowed to drink and stuff like that. So out of the womb, you don't even have your full rights technically until 21. And then if you really get particular, which the devil is in the details. 25. What, like 25 or is it uh, 23 or 25? You can rent a car yes. as I hear that thing all the time as well. <laughs> yeah. So I was just thinking about when health insurance kicks off. And <laughs> you get yep, that too. From your parents yeah, that too. Yeah. So we, there's not even a hard line right now. There's been a gradient between whenever you're considered a human into this world and then you're still considered like a child. And then from being a child, then at some point you slowly get inducted into being an adult and then you have full rights. Yeah. So I could see possibly the middle road being let like where a better place to fall on this might be some sort of gradient model, which might take into account more things of both sides just to kind of hopefully appease everybody. Um, I'd like to see more biology too. I'm with you on that. Um, But at the same time, like it's the, you could think like, well, a month before the baby's born, that probably shouldn't be allowed to oh, allow, yeah. you know. So it then is, th- there's a line there. It is. What do you mean? It is allowed to. The the child is allowed to be killed at any point. Across the board or is that like a state thing? It's certain states. Okay. But I'm sure they're going to be. And, and even That's after you give birth, you, even after you give birth and the baby's out of your room, you yeah. can still kill it. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. And I'd have to see the gradient exactly, but definitely like a month before. So eight months in seems like there maybe should be a cutoff there. I feel like if you've had a baby in you for even like two or three months, you should have decided by then. Yeah. You know, like, and I'm not trying to give somebody like that option of doing that because I don't think that I'd ever want to do that for my life. But like if somebody is to have that option and have that choice in their life, like, man, like, if you've had that in you for that long, like you should have made that choice a long time ago. Yeah. You know, yeah. like a long time. You had ago. eight months to think about it. You eight know, months, eight months is wild. That's like, a long that's time. That's a long time yeah. to think about that. And yeah, I mean like you're living yourself with a huge lump on you. Mm. to just be walking. I mean, think about it though. Like it's a huge lump that you're walking around with and that's hard to live with, mm-hmm. you know, like there's back pain and there's other things that you can't do. Like, that's hard. And like you're living in such a way where you're like watching out for this thing that's on you. And then in a month you're like, I don't want this. Like this is gone. Like yeah. that's wild. Yeah. So then what, what makes it like a month before you give birth? What makes that like not okay? <laughs> that's a good question. That's a really good question. I mean, it to me, what I think of, and this might be a bad comparison is like, and it might be a bit of a tangent, but I think it's odd how, like, just we value certain animal life more. Oh, I think it's completely bogus. Like, yes. ha- well, like, most people are fine if you squish a grasshopper. Yes. But then if you kill a rabbit, that's not as bad as killing a horse. Right. So we have this gradient as well of, like... Or a dog. Or a dog, yeah. Right. This, like, maybe of size, I think that's part of it. Or, or maybe like, like, importance to us that I don't know about utility us. to us. Yes. That could be, yeah. Because even where we were fishing today, you can't kill a fish right there. That's true. Why not? 
Because it's catch and release. It's catch and release oh, okay. Only. I okay. mean, it's to uh, help the population of those fish. Yeah. But you think about it, and I mean, at some point, we're looking at the human population. Yeah. And like, there's probably somebody behind it looking at the human population and being for the pro-choice. You know. Mm. Um, just because our population is huge, and like we're taking up so many resources as humans, like it's wild. So, w- w- can you expand on that more? What do you mean by that exactly? I mean, like fully Thanos, well, <laughs> <laughs> the Thanos snap right there. Um, but I mean, if we're looking at even the water that we're consuming in Colorado, I mean, the Colorado River is the water supply for the whole West Coast, and like that dries out. And if you look at the bottom of the Colorado River, like it's dry. Like it used to run right into the ocean and it doesn't anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you look at all these different like crops and different things like that, like you're watching prices soar on mm-hmm. different things just because like us as humans are becoming too much and those things are becoming too little that it is making them become more of a luxury to have those things. Okay. So you kind of have a resource standpoint. I mean, Look at what gas is right now. Mm-hmm. Like, gas used to be like two thirty six, and now it's at four dollars. Okay. That is a particular person's fault, though. Uh, that's could, another you, issue we could get you into. Could, <laughs> <laughs> you can well? make you can make that one person's fault, but I mean, if we're looking at it like from how many humans are taking over the world, like, yeah, I just can't see there being like somebody like thinking about pro choice and not thinking about like the resources that we're abusing as humans Mm. Mm. i think though like some people would battle back against that and say at a certain extent once more countries the more like things like more education you get to women more contraceptives and stuff like that you see almost a plateau in um fertility rates yep and so i think as time goes on as long as we continue to slowly get better as a society which i'm on the same point that we are slowly overall as a world getting better um, those fertility will tend to more plat- lead to the plateau level. It's not going to continue to be exponential. So do you think the education in America on like sex related and like that kind of stuff is not correct or not in the right place? The education on, on sex and like oh. contraceptives and all that kind of stuff to like help people understand that like you can engage in that activity if you want, but you know, there's definitely the option of having a baby coming out of that, mm. you know, yeah. like, cause we're having a topic about like this in the U S and like, is there still a problem with the U S you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think these are two separate issues. I was bringing up that point with resource management yeah. where, I mean, and there's a certain amount of water molecules on our earth in general, but at the same time, while water might not multiply, um, the human population is going to most likely plateau is what a lot of people theorize, which is how um, more nations are leading towards those different mitigating factors like contraception and stuff like that. So resource wise, um, we're not going to outcompete how much resources are here with humans for the most part. There's a particularities in there we could get at, but no, absolutely. But like, I think (laughs) even like the birth rate in the U S is slowly like lowered within the last couple of years. I mean, we're looking at how expensive it is to have a child and mm-hmm. people our age are like, no, thank, no, I'm no good. thank you. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, my parents probably didn't even know what it was mm-hmm. like or how much it was going to be to raise a child. Yeah. And now we're looking at it and 
I can't remember what it was at the last time it was said, but I remember it was over like a million dollars. It's in the millions. It was like a million dollars to have a kid like and support it for its entire life. And you're just like, I think I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, That'll battle back. And you can see that in how like many boomers there are right now compared to of us. Mm -hmm. So different things like that. Um, But I I do, to get on the other topic, I do agree that we need a better education system as a whole. But then in the health sector as well, I think we could be doing better. Yeah. Broad scale, but then also in particular um, types of classroom teachings. I think we could be doing better at that. Like, I I never got a health class, personally. Oh, my health classes, like, it was more of a joke than anything else. Okay. And I wish that someone would have like sat us down and like really had a true conversation with us about it but at the end of the day like high schoolers are just gonna laugh about it and like you're just like dang some of those kids should have took that seriously because Mm -hmm. like i'm looking at some of these kids instagrams and stuff that i grew up with and i'm like if you didn't have a child at like 16 like i wonder what your life would look like you Mm -hmm. know like but yeah it's hard Mm -hmm. yeah it's hard to get kids to engage and have that kind of strong footing on that you know because they're young that's hard mm-hmm. yeah and um, how do you do that without f- like fear like because mm-hmm. that's what i feel like our parents have used our entire lives has been fear mm-hmm. you know definitely kind of connecting to the purity stuff that we were talking yeah. about um and just using more of a fear model than i think just open information is the best for most things um and so I think you provide them with all the tools and especially right now, just because it's so political, just both sides until we get like a good middle ground developed. And I think talks like these help kind of develop that. Oh, um, yeah. But just both sides and informed on how to use these tools and what they're for and everything like that. And then tools provided physically as well, yeah. you know. No, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's a big topic. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's serious and it's real, and it's definitely scary. Sydney, yeah, I think. No, I'm just listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm I'm not decided, and I was thinking about this recently in a different light because recently as well, before even the political stuff blew up, I learned that I wasn't really planned when I came into this world and so if I take an emotional approach it makes me want to come at it with a um, pro-life approach because I'm thankfully here and and my mom didn't this and Mother's Day's here which is connecting in a well as well yeah (laughs) Uh, I called her and I was like, thanks for pushing me out of your vajayjay. <laughs> That's literally what I told her. Nice. Um, and yeah, it wasn't planned. And it, off topic, it kind of like lifts a weight off your shoulders because like if you just do a little bit of good, then it's a net positive because I'm not even <laughs> supposed to be here right now. <laughs> you know? That is so um, but No, boss, you're supposed to be here. You're good, dude. Yeah, thank yeah. you. <laughs> I've heard a lot about you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so if I take that and if I, like, take a – I get a quick emotional response from that of we should give everybody the chance to come into this world, which then makes me lean more pro 
um, or anti-abortion, I guess. Um, but then I have a libertarian side, I guess, to me where I'm just like, let it open and give people information, but let things just let people decide on their own. And so then that battles back. And I think that's more logical and that's kind of why I line up with that. So I think in the end that wins out over me. Um, yeah. So yeah, my like initial thought is just let them all be born. Let's try to give them resources and move from there and let the, let the child then dictate their own lives once they finally get older and, um, have a chance, Yeah, you know, which is kind of the pro life argument in a sense. But then I don't want that to take away the right then of the women, you know, cause it's a tricky, I guess it's kind of like a tricky balance of giving the unborn children rights, but then also giving the living mother rights as well. And there's no fair balance. I don't know. I guess the fair, most fair balance is leaving it open because then, and this is still an idea I'm working out, but it's still like freedom to choose, which I, I believe in as being more libertarian than okay. most things. Like okay. I think a lot of off topic, like a lot of drug things should just be opened up and we should have a better education behind what these things actually do to you and take out a lot of this fear stuff that hasn't, isn't actually clinically proven. Uh, um, because that's I'd, definitely interesting. I would rather, I would definitely argue against that. Yeah. We like, could have another talk on that I mean, too. Well, like if you're thinking about like psychedelics, you're like, Oh yeah, definitely like cool. Like let those be free. But mm-hmm. like the different ones, like, um, like Coke and heroin mm-hmm. and meth, like those ones, like I'm like, no nah, dude, don't bring those into my country. Mm. Like I don't, I don't want to see the people that are doing those. Like, I, I don't want those people like struggling with that kind of stuff because that stuff's not something that you quit or it's not something that you just do once, you know? Mm. But like, if you're just going to go and do like shrooms or LSD, like, sure, go ahead and do that. Like, I don't care. Like, yeah. I think that that should totally be legal, but something mm-hmm. that's taking part of your life and creating your entire identity mm-hmm. and like being the only thing that you can think about or the only thing you can do, like, Nah, I mean, I've just watched too many of my friends in college, like, doing really hard stuff. Yeah. And, like, that's not something that I want to be legal, you know? Yeah. Um, I would never vote for full legalization of, like, wild drugs. But, like, anything that's psychedelic, I'd be like, yeah, sure, go mm-hmm. ahead. Um, It's not similar in the addiction sense, but I think it is similar in the sense that I think you could make it a comparison for the most part that whether we like it or not the abortion's going to happen oh yeah no matter what no like some people were estimating there'd be like a 10 to 15 percent drop i think i was seeing in like the amount of abortions that were given which isn't a big impact when you really like look at the scale of things so then it's like when this if this is overturned then the waves that it makes isn't actually big you know which is interesting but then at the same time like the to make the comparison the drugs are still going to be here whether we like it or not it's just going to be unregulated and there's counter evidence to the potency of addiction with those particular substances yeah especially when it's actually in pure forms and then at the same time we still have legal um painkillers that is almost its own bigger 
problem that yeah, is opioids. prescribed. Yep. So um, that's something we need to shake out in itself. Um, but if we had a better investment, and now we're kind of on a tangent, but that's fine. Um, no, I was going to shoot a better, the question after. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, but I also have stuff to say, so oh, let shoot. me chime in once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, soon. If we had a better investment in um, drug testing facilities, I don't know if you've heard about those much, um, that and um, and um, what's the, there's a technical name for them. Drug testing facilities, though, is where anybody can come in, no legal ram ramifications at all, and you can get your substances tested. Okay. And then um, what that does is, for one, informs the individual of what's in their substances, and a lot of... Um, like for example, heroin overdoses are actually overdoses on fentanyl. They're just being laced and fentanyl is about a hundred times more potent than heroin itself. Yep. And it's cheaper to make, that's why no. it's cut with that. Um, so the testing facilities would help um, people rely on better substances, which isn't good, but that's it'll true. lower death risks, which is good um, because they're gonna use it whether we like it or not. The kind of war of drugs has kind of proven that. Oh, and, absolutely. Um, the other one is, I think they uh, there's a technical name for it, but there's use facilities as well, where you can go in and use, and then if you overdose, they have medical professionals there, which is, there is an argument against it with like that condones the use, but again, what kind of use are we talking about? Use of any substances. Um, and other countries have implemented these okay. facilities. Um, so any, like, heroin, whatever you I guess you that's want. smart. I mean, yeah. if you're going to go and use something and, like, that's something that you have to do. Yeah. You might as well have a medical professional mm -hmm. look over you while you're doing that. Yeah, it's basically like doing it or in the hospital. Data. Yeah. Instead of the alley. And figure out what's actually happening in these humans. Mm -hmm. And I guess you're just being subject number one. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but those two things would help mitigate if we did legalize them. Yeah. And then also regulations on what... Um, substances are put out onto the market yeah. would help as well. Definitely. So that's my take on that. <laughs> <laughs> Sid? Anyways, back to the original topic of not drugs. Okay. I would like to just put it out there that pro-life does not, in my personal opinion, mm -hmm. mean that we are like anti-abortion. It means that we are pro-life. Whatever that means, animals, humans, life, it's called pro-life, so mm -hmm. not sure why we just apparently made this whole thing. Um, and I think that pro-choice is pro-women having a choice, not pro-abortion necessarily. But, um, but yes. And then relating back to <coughs> your whole emotional story or whatever you were saying <laughs> about mm. you being yeah. an accident. Well... I mean, I think that many things in our lives can dictate or influence, like, why we think certain things. And for me personally, I mean, I was adopted from China, and at the time that I was born was the, the one-child policy in China. And during that, um, you know, you would get in huge legal trouble if they found you having more than one kid. And also, this is still common in China, but, like, this whole, like, favoritism of boys than girls. So, I don't know why 
like I was given up for adoption. I don't really wonder why, but I do know that during the time of being a female and being a one-child policy, they could have had two, like, I could have been the second kid. I could have just been, because I'm a girl, who knows. But during that time, a lot of the government was going through and forcing women to have, like, abortions just on the streets. Very unsanitary, very wrong, in my opinion. So, like, I know that my parents fought for their whole lives, just for my one life, just to be born. They didn't have to. They could have killed me. It would have been way easier. Um, But not only did they, like, give birth, which is also just another whole task that men will never understand. So, just let's just put that out there um not only carrying a literal child for a whole nine months sometimes more but also giving birth which is actually the worst pain that anyone could ever experience so i've heard obviously i haven't experienced that thank goodness but they also like put me in a place where i would be found so they didn't just throw me in a freaking dumpster so they were very purposeful so Yes, I mean, I have a big reason to be pro-life and pro-anti-abortion, I guess, just because I I don't, like, in those circumstances, my parents still, in those circumstances, my parents still fought hard as hell to just give birth to me. And in, in most cases, abortion is just out of inconvenience because a teenager gets pregnant because they weren't smart. And they get pregnant, and they don't want to have a child because it's a big responsibility, which it is. That's why you're supposed to use birth control. And they just don't want to have the baby, and they just get an abortion out of inconvenience. That's true. Mm-hmm. So so do you think that universal health care has to do anything with abortions and that kind of stuff? Like, if we're going to talk about abortions and we're going to talk about pro-life versus pro-choice, like... If you're going to be pro-life, I feel like you got to be pro-universal health care as well. Because, like, some of those kids that are being born that are, like, would have been otherwise aborted, like, might need health care as they're growing up. And, mm-hmm. like, might not have health care from the parent that they're being born from and that kind of stuff. But, yeah, I would just like to talk about, like universal health care versus not universal health care and that kind of stuff i mean i don't really know what that would look like but i do think that health care is very important and i think that um i mean even in america let's just take america for instance there's many people who don't survive without health care and then let's imagine third world countries who don't like many people who don't have like (laughs) any resources not even clean water and not even like anything there they they definitely need it and deserve it they definitely deserve it i mean whether there's doctors in those areas where there's not clean water yeah is a big question but i mean just speaking from america's standpoint like if we're going to be pro-choice or pro-life like if you're going to be pro-life you most certainly need to also be pro universal health care to like help out that child as it's grown up because oh, yeah. no, to be sure. just pro-life and then be like oh yeah no universal health care like i feel like that's something that like parents like like my parents are not for universal health care and they are definitely for pro-life and i'm just like 
this is wild. Like that is two very different opinions on that. And I just feel like it's not touched about, you know, um, just thinking about it. I'm like, that's really sad that that child isn't going to have healthcare growing up. And that's scary. And that's like, like how long is that child going to live without being in like serious debt before like it even gets out of like high school or college? Like that's wild. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. think about how many times you went to the emergency room as a kid. Like I know there was like a summer where I went to the emergency room like every single like month, at least once a month, like get stitches in a new place or just figure it out. And that would be so expensive if I didn't have healthcare, but yeah. It's just, I, you have to think about the different things about having a kid and that kind of stuff too. But I definitely think that you got to think about the healthcare system as well. Yeah, yeah. And not to put you guys against each other, but it sounds like you have a little bit of a disagreement. Or not disagreeing, but maybe see it a little differently. No. I, mean, well, I said yes way. on universal healthcare, but I do agree that... I think some of our beliefs might be a little bit different. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you lean a little bit more pro-choice. I definitely am going to lean pro-choice. Yeah. Like, I, like, it's hard for me to, like, make a decision on somebody's life whenever we don't have the health care in place for somebody to actually, mm-hmm. like, succeed. And I'm just like, I don't But that doesn't, that doesn't mean that they're not worthy of life. No, it doesn't. We shouldn't <laughs> just kill them off just because they might not have health I'm not care. saying that. I'm not saying that at all. I think that everybody deserves a life. But, like, I think... If somebody's going to make that decision, they can make that decision. And, like, if they're going to be put into a huge, like, financial position with that. Like, I mean, you've heard me speak about how expensive it is to have a kid. Mm -hmm. And then, like, how expensive healthcare is. Like, yeah, I'm not going to put somebody in a position where I'm going to make that decision on their life, you Mm -hmm. know. Like, that's life-altering, life-changing. Like so huge. is killing a baby. No, so is killing a baby. That's pretty life-altering in my opinion. But I think if we are going to, like, have these laws where you can't kill a baby, like, we also need to have universal health care that's easily accessible and not just, like, oh, you got to sign up one week in November and then you can have health care. Like, what if somebody forgets? Like, what if you need health care later on, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I definitely, like have different opinions on it at this moment yeah but if our healthcare changes like my opinion is going to change you know so only based on healthcare, you believe that children should live i think that i wish that every child could live but i just see a lot of different things happen where kids grow up without health care kids grow up without like supports and different things like that and then you just watch like criminal stuff like happen and you're just like watching different rates of that stuff just increase and you're like that's scary like that's scary too like you know i want good supports to be involved for those children okay well that's a great introduction to what i wanted to talk about next wait i have a question go ahead um i feel like it's a bit disingenuous to say to jump straight to that they're all going to be murdered okay well it's just, it's a leaving well, I was the talking, choice. I wasn't of, talking about all. Okay. I just met all of the children that are going to be murdered because mm-hmm. the freedom is out there mm-hmm. just because they can't have health care. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 
And I guess what I'm getting at is that if you take like a scoop of. Oh, no, not a metaphor. No. What will <laughs> actually take place like in reality, the drop once this thing is overturned is not actually going to save all of the abortions that would have been made. There won't be a zero percent rate of abortions when this thing goes over. I understand that. So it's going to happen anyways for the that. most part. I understand that. Okay. But we're not, I, I'm not talking about like the laws right now at this moment in time. Okay. Just morally But we could then? start talking about that. We're talking just in general pro-life, pro-choice. Okay. Without the laws of whatever. Mm-hmm. Just what we believe. If a child should be yeah. like, if their life should be worth yeah. like being brought into the world or not just because of the mother. Mm-hmm. So. I, I gotcha. Yeah. Um, I think I'm just trying to put it more into what how reality will dictate things go about within the country yes where like i i don't think that like any laws are going to make all children from everywhere in the united states be born mm-hmm. i i don't believe that um and i don't i mean i i that's not yeah i, I i'm very much like aware that even if whatever happens there will still be abortions mm-hmm. and they will s- and and they m- might be like very not sanitary very not good for the mother at some point so i understand that the reality is that abortions are never going to stop like happening but my main view is that like children should be born they should be like they mm-hmm. should be given the chance at least mm-hmm. you know yeah so Yes. That is the, the argument I do see on the like pro life side is that like it's hard to weigh how stable you want life to be when a kid comes into this world because then you can make like the argument of like lower income families in general should be and it's a it's a dramatic stretch but should be taken out because they're not doing well, you know. Like killed? Yes. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Well, if you if you push I'd it to its killed. extreme, yeah. Well, if you push it to it ex- its extreme, <laughs> we'd be dead. You, Low you, income? Me or you? Both of us. <laughs> Low income? We're not the high income right now. We don't have high income coming in right now, do we? Well, we're adults, so we're fine. But if we were to have a kid, then our kid would definitely. But are you talking about ki- children or adults? He's talking about. Like the child that comes from the adults. What I'm, I guess, what I'm trying to say is, like, if we grade it on, we want them to have the best life coming into this world. At a certain point, not everybody's going to come into this world having all the resources available to them. So then there's a cutoff point of like, what is enough resources? What is lower resources? And then if it's, um, we decide whether a kid should come into this world based on if the mother is resource available then that would be an argument on like if any people don't have resources available should they be here you know that's what i'm trying to connect it to maybe Uh, i'm not doing it well yeah i understand okay so that is just but that's why i I sympathize with the pro-life where it's like just because you don't have resources you should still be on this earth that's where I'm trying to connect it to you. Right, because then I, it's like I see that don't, point. If you don't have the opportunity to get resources, and then you're stuck 
at the same like level your your whole life, then apparently you're not worthy of being on this earth. So then we could talk about people of color because people of color have a really hard time, especially African American black people. They have a really hard time because while well, they were enslaved for years and years. Are you talking about economically hard time or can you define a hard lot time of more? hard times all the way around? I would say. Okay. Um, and it is very hard for them to. They probably will never get to the same level as white people, and I think many people can agree with that. They're, they've just been set so far back because of how they were introduced into this country. So, I mean, I it's, it's very much harder for a black man to get resources or even a job than a white man. So then if it's like just on the basis of like that, like things you can't control, then they should be wiped out of this earth. Or what about people with disabilities? I mean, like they, they uh, <laughs> I don't know really what to say about that, but like there's just so many different circumstances that we could pick and choose. And then it's like, all right, well, <laughs> everyone except for white men can stay on the earth. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, because even women are minorities and they're, they still have a hard time getting resources so women are minorities yes women are definitely minority in what fashion what do you mean in what way is are women minorities is what i'm asking it jobs society um i mean those are the two main ones but what's wrong with there being an unequal distribution in labor for men and women because the distribution favors men and not women. How does it favor men? Uh, because men are supposedly seen as more capable of doing certain jobs. We value men more? Yes. Hmm. At so least in America, so I would say. if we valued men and women more equal, we'd see a more even distribution of our labor force on a gender split? I would say so. And then women getting paid less just because they're women or treated not as respectfully because they're just women. Mm -hmm. So even though that's not how things work, are you talking about day to day? Um, like nowadays, the more egalitarian a society becomes, the more the gender differences, uh, perpetuate. Okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't like that we're getting off topic. Just in general. <laughs> that can be another conversation. That can be another conversation. I promise. No, just to outline what I'm saying, we've studied more like the Scandinavian countries and I think France and there's a couple others. And they are the most egalitarian we have right now. And what you see is on career choices, but then also personality differences. The margin gets larger the more egalitarian a society becomes than when a society is less egalitarian. And so if we were to smooth out the playing field the best we can within a society and use those as models of knocking that out, we don't see that that decreases. We see that, that the, the um, margins increase. And that's because there are slight differences into how we choose jobs. Men depend, in a, as a generality, men depend more on things and like to work with things within the STEM field. That's how that manifests within careers. And women like to work with people more, just in general. And you see these things increase in rates the more egalitarian things are. 
that's where I'm coming from with this. That is why I, I, I will push you on that a little bit. Okay. Thank you for your input. Anyways, back to the children. <laughs> um, you don't have anything to add? No, because that's a separate conversation that I need more time to think about. Okay. So. Mini, me and Sydney are complete opposites on that as well. Like, I will work with people for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And Sydney will work a different style job. Yeah. That is seen to be a man's job. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's in a women-dominated field, <laughs> and too. I'm going Which to be so yep, and I'm going to be in a man men-dominated field. Mm-hmm. So that's just so yeah. You're speaking is. to the exception, the exception, yeah. mm-hmm. but the exception's not the rule. The exception is not the rule. No. But anyways, back to the children. Back so the children. in that instance, we were just talking about how yes, people who don't have enough resources, you know, but that is a very good point because yes, there. I understand that the whole conversation of being a pro-life person of that belief should be much more in my opinion than just, okay, so all babies should be born. I, I don't like, there are so many different factors. There's so so with healthcare, I think that is important and resources and all of these things. Cause if you want children to be born into the world, to have a chance at life, you should want them to have a good chance at life 100 percent. so i understand that and i agree with that so and that's why i'm not gonna be like i'm for one side or the other but i definitely like i'm gonna i think you i remember you telling me that you were more pro-choice actually uh, i mean but at the end of the day it's until our healthcare changes because like think about a kid that comes out of the womb and is sick and needs health care right away and that kid's gonna die either way that kid is gonna die either of the illness that they've had as they're coming out. Like, what about that kid? Because we can go into a lot of these what ifs. and We can. We shouldn't, though. We should that's not. That's way that's too specific. That's why I'm saying we need to talk about healthcare on a broad okay. spectrum. But for that specific situation, let's say that kid came out of the womb and the kid was sick. Yep. And if you're taking the abortion standpoint... If you just aborted the baby right off the bat, right when you found out you were pregnant or whatever, you wouldn't have like you. There's just so many things. You wouldn't have gotten to know. Yes, there's so many arguments, which I have heard many arguments being, well, what if the kid is going to have a disability? Yeah. Or what What if if he needs therapy for the rest of his life? Everyone needs therapy. No, I'm talking about like therapy for the rest of their life. From well, early childhood to okay, like, yes. <laughs> like late adult. Like, yes. what if that kid needs therapy? To yes, and that's expensive. Yeah, that's what super if, expensive. What if the kid? We're talking non-million dollars. You're talking like uh huh, a lot of million dollars. What if the kid genetically has like a drug addiction because of their parents or their family? <laughs> so all of these things, I've heard many people be like, "Well, you know, this kid's gonna like grow up with an addiction like that. They should just like." be aborted before or you know if a kid's gonna freaking have down syndrome well then they should just be aborted which hell to the no i'm sorry yep. everyone who is ableist can well not be aborted but yep. th- that's very rude of you people listening that is very <laughs> rude um and just all of these things like if a kid is going to grow up in foster care because of resources or health care I understand the yes uh, apparently just 
all of these things. You can't, but it's so hard. You can't dictate all these things. There's no guarantee that the kid is going to have a disability. And even if they did, who the hell cares? They're still a person. Yeah. So, um, and that's why I think that I'm going to give those people the choice of what they should do. But for me in my life, like I'm going to choose to not do that. But I definitely would love to see the healthcare change. <laughs> the healthcare. That's okay. We get it. The healthcare in the United States changed. Just no, so I that agree. Those like the ability to have a kid and to have success in life like should yes. be leveled out. And no, I agree. But that's that's the thing is like people dictate if if children aren't going to have the resources. Yep. Or the right health care, no. then they like they should just be like aborted before they just go into a whole life of like foster care. Or they whatever. should just use contraceptives. Well, everyone should actually, yeah. yes, in general. But it's just it's it's such a far stretch, in my opinion, to just be like, well, the, that kid's probably gonna have drug addiction, or like that kid's probably gonna go in the foster system. So they're and it's like. Okay, well, then if if all the kids or adults who are drug addicts or were in the foster care system, apparently they're not deemed worthy to be living. No. So then, and then all the people with disabilities, they aren't deemed worthy, which some messed up people do believe that. But I'm just saying, like, we're comparing human lives, human precious little babies in the womb, and they're not deemed worthy of living because of all of these possibilities. There's so many possibilities. They could grow up and murder someone. They could grow up to be the president. They could grow up to blah, 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 blah. There's so many possibilities we can't like pick and choose. And then if we're comparing these precious lives in the womb and saying they're not worthy, why are people who are out of the womb worthy? Because then all drug addicts need to be freaking killed off. <laughs> On site. Yeah. No. Well, I'm just saying, like, I don't understand the whole, like, they're not allowed to live because they're in the womb, even though they're a human being. But then people outside the womb, apparently there's, like, a line where people are like, well, <laughs> they're, like, great and living and adults, so they're allowed to be living because they were allowed to live. <laughs> Duh. So, like, it doesn't make sense. In the womb, out of the womb. Apparently, it's not the same, which doesn't make sense to me, in my opinion. Does it to you? Anyone? Or or am I just, like, crazy for thinking that? Because it's just, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. To, it definitely is. Um, I don't know. I just feel like I float ba right back to, like, the quality of life and success of life and that kind of stuff. As soon as I get into this kind of conversation where I'm like, I want the best quality of life for everybody. Mm -hmm. And I wish that I could say that everybody that was born today would have the same quality of life and the same ability to, uh, like, get a job and do all these different things. But it's not true in our world. Like, our world is not like that. Like, but, yeah. I always just want to, like, vote for quality of life. And, yeah. Okay. Right, I understand that. I want everyone to have the best quality of life, too. But then everyone who doesn't have the best quality of life should just die. No. Right? I think another difference I see between you guys is that the difference of 
how much you're sold on your current position maybe and there could be a better way to phrase that but you seem pretty determined and i think you're choosing that pro choice because you'd rather just leave it up to the people choosing yeah and because maybe you have a little bit of your own research to do and before you make yeah, a, I'm a, not gonna make that your final final decision else. on whichever way you lean 100%. you kind of would just like to leave it open yeah so it sounds like you have I don't want to use the word casual, but like maybe you're more determined for sure. And then you're He's definitely still open. You're I definitely am casual. definitely still processing definitely this casual idea. Yeah. As I'm trying to watch and see different things change in our world. Mm-hmm. Definitely trying to hope that I can make a change because I would love to see it be somewhere where everybody has the same choice of life. And mm-hmm. Everybody has the same quality or the same chances to like grow up and live the best life they can, you know? But mm-hmm. yeah, still open. Yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah. I, I won't be closed off. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't think I'm not closed off either. Mm-hmm. I'm just very passionate about it. Yeah, I'm yeah. taking all the things you're saying, very and passion. I'm like that. Big passion. I that's super who I am. passion. But abortion is murder. You're killing a life. I whether it's a human life or what we 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 kill a rabbit or a deer on the side of the road, and apparently it's still murder. But it's not a human life, so it's still murder. And so why is it, like, illegal, like, really illegal to kill a person, like a human adult or child, but it's not, like, well, kind of, but, like, then if things get overturned or whatever, laws change, then it's not illegal to kill a child in the womb, you know? Like, it's still murder. So then we just get to pick and choose how old a person has to be for it to be murder? Yeah, I think I'd have to look at more into the biology stuff to really know and have a say in that. What is murder and what is not murder, you know? And yeah. I remember way it's back been- when, like within the first month that we knew each other, <laughs> yeah. we talked about abortion. Yeah. Is what I'm remembering. We talked a lot very about briefly. deep things, yes. And, um... <laughs> Maybe it was just I interpreted it wrong, but I feel like I got somewhat of a point to you where you asked me some sort of question on it. And I was just like, I don't feel like it should be dictated by a government, uh, the national body. Mm. And I th- I think that kind of hits you. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but like, what do you mean it hit me? I don't like Maybe it, to me, it sounded like it was a perspective you hadn't heard yet at that time. Maybe is how, what I mean by that. And maybe I'm wrong, but that's just how it sounded after like I, I said it. I hadn't thought then about it like generally being in the hands of the government. Mm-hmm. Or to me, that's how it sounded to me, where like maybe that idea hadn't crushed. Nobody brought that up, that idea to you mm. at that point. And then maybe I was one of the first people to bring that to you. And you were like, oh, I kind of see that idea. That's my interpretation of it, at least. Like the idea of what? The concept that where wherever the decision lies, maybe we don't have the decision lie at the national body. Oh. Um. See, that's hard. And I bet you've probably gained a better that's perspective I, and opinion on this, but it seemed like yes. back then you... I mean, maybe probably. New. Anyways. Probably not new, new, but I probably haven't given it much thought. And that's why I avoid t- talking about the whole laws thing mm. um because and, and that's why i have just such a hard time with this whole entire topic just because 
I do believe that life is valuable in or out of the womb. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that every child should have a chance to live, at least. Uh, oh, that's no, okay. We're, just pointing. Just we're pointing our mics away from oh, just, oh, okay, a, just okay, a little okay. bit. Okay. That's all we're doing. Okay. Um, and, yeah, it's hard. I don't believe that, like, the government, and the government being mostly male-dominated, white male-dominated, should be, like, yes, like, taking away the freedom of, like, women's choices in their bodies. I do agree with that. The hard part is that it's murder, and... So it's not about, yeah, that's why it's just so hard. Because I'm all for women having choices to do whatever they want with their body. But at the time of, like, conception. But it sounds like you're not for this choice being available to them. Well, see, that's <laughs> why I'm so confused. Okay. That's why I don't know. Okay. Um, that's okay. why I'm trying that's to That's fine explain. to not know. I, I don't know where I'm at. Okay. Um, I don't think I ever will be because I'm very for women to anyone not just women but anyone to have a choice to do whatever they want um and so that's why i'm like i don't think that like certain people involved with abortions need to be like i don't know criminalized criminalized for those things necessarily it's just i i do yeah, I don't know. I just, like, it's murder. So it's, like, it's kind of hard to not hold that to the same standard as murdering, like, people out of the womb, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I don't know where I'm at. It, that's why I'm just very conflicted. I don't know. That's fair. That's And it's fair to be undecided, you know, because yeah. it is a complicated issue it's that has now been politicized, which makes it complicated in itself. Um, I guess my tack is always trying to dial it down to the individual as much as we can Mm -hmm. and then if we have to familial and then if we have to community and then if we have to state Mm -hmm. and i think at the biggest level this should be a state's issue Mm -hmm. um which then technically if you look at it i would be in favor of it being overturned because then that wouldn't leave it up to the states and not be a national supreme court decision um and I'm not even so firm on that yet because there's a side of me that just is has a, <clears throat> I guess, free market bent where it's just like the states that want it can have it and the states that don't want it don't have to have it. And then I would hope people would choose the state they would want to align with more. And, mm-hmm. then, and then people bring up issues of moving and stuff like that. But I, I was talking with a friend the other day and they were like, well, we were kind of talking about, well, there's already states planning on producing funds to help women get abortions in other states. So there's already like a reach out effort from those um, pro-choice states that would be into um, pro-life states. So that's an interesting dynamic in itself between states, you know. Um, yes. It'd be... And... Yeah, maybe it's it's probably not best at the town level no. because you can just travel 
very pretty easily mm-hmm. because anybody just drive 10 minutes to the yeah hospital. yeah just three hours down to denver yep. or whatever the safe haven is so that's probably not the best i think I like mean, people are gonna do that either way yeah like people are gonna drive out of colorado yeah i mean if colorado's colorado would probably be pro-choice if we're gonna think about it real mm-hmm. but i mean if you look at different places that are gonna be not pro-choice like montana and other places that are super red like yeah those people are just gonna drive down to colorado mm-hmm. and just get it done there yeah yeah and that's and when you look at like the reality of what yeah. this will actually look like it's not gonna change much yeah and then our decisions in a like level of like deciding these laws like isn't going to decide much i mean it's the same thing with your drugs it's just like might change the purity or the different things that are happening but it's not going to change much and then you probably would see the influx of also just mail-in pills as well so even if you don't have transportation i would assume states would set up funds to send such things to people as well which um you're gonna have not just People aren't going to be dealing weed anymore. They're going to be dealing plan dealing, B. Yeah, plan B pills. That's yeah. wild. Like, that would um, be crazy. Yeah. I think, I think I kind of have more of an understanding of where I stand. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm definitely pro-life, and I'm pro-choice. Okay. But the pro-choice of the woman's body, and my point being that... She should always choose for the life. Sorry to interrupt. No, no. <laughs> okay. I... I well, like, my point being, re- disregarding the whole pro-life side of me, me being pro-choice, I do believe that women should be able to choose okay. what they do with their own body. Mm-hmm. But when you have a child in your body, it's not your body. Mm. That's what I'm saying. So would that, do you think that thought process would lead to then a criminalization of women that get abortions in a place where they shouldn't hmm that is a great idea um well see that that's the whole thing is like i i don't like to consider the whole criminalization legal part of it just because i i it's hard i don't think that they need to spend like 20 freaking years in prison or sometimes go on death row because they murder their child um so is it less of a criminal penalty to murder a child than it is to, <laughs> mem- than nice. to murder anybody else <laughs> um like if you were to go murder somebody is that the same as you murdering a child well yes i would agree okay so why are the penalties different well see i don't know what the penalties are supposed to be that's why I'm just like, I don't know who should be penalized or criminalized. Uh, I don't know. I, I just. I mean, let's say you kill somebody that's life in prison or like close to life in prison. Let's say you have an abortion. Is that life in prison? Even 20 years is a lot. Of even time, even 20 years yeah. is a lot of time. I mean, we're Whatever talking about like it. something that's going to change somebody's life. Like 10 years is a lot of time to be in prison. But mm-hmm. like if you murder somebody, you're going to be in prison for a while. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. But if you have no, a, that's a great point. If you have an abortion, is that the same? Like, are you going to be in prison because you had an abortion? I mean, that's not up to me. Well, um, I mean, we're asking you. I I mean, because you're saying that there the are the similar there's similar right. crimes. Yeah. Yeah. With the pro life stance that I have, being that like there shouldn't be a difference with an unborn child than a child out of the womb. I mean, I would say that you should face 
like uh, killing a child is different than killing an adult in legal terms like with penalty if we're to talk bosh would this be a spectrum of like what you'd think no 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 i'm not saying a spectrum i'm just saying like within the law side of things your time in prison is going to be different it's not dictated by me how old the person is that you killed Yes, I believe so. What if they're really old? Like, what if they're 85 and about to go? I don't... I haven't studied it. I don't do murder. Is that less time in prison? I don't do murder. I'm not studying murder. I'm just saying... I'm asking from a personal... From a personal perspective, Sid. From a personal perspective. I think that you... Yes, I do think that being criminalized should be done if you're murdering in or out of the womb. But I'm asking, is it the same as murdering a human being? Like, if you were to go murder somebody? I like, I don't... Like, like should you, you sit mean? 30 years in prison if you have an abortion? Why is it any different than killing someone out of the womb? I'm just asking what your opinion is on it. I, I just said, I think, it'd be this, I think it should okay. be the same. Okay, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah, because there's no difference. There shouldn't be a difference. Okay. Then... Mm-hmm. Yeah. A child in the womb or out of the womb. That sounds severe, but it's, but that's how it is. It's murder of a human life. But most people don't consider it because it's just a clump of cells, which I think I can understand their perspective, but that's just so heartbreaking for a beautiful thing that God created for it to just be a clump of cells. Technically, we are too. Mm-hmm. We're just out of the womb and more developed. <laughs> <laughs> Not as pretty as I was probably in the womb, to be honest. (laughs) But I'm just saying, I I don't know how long they should be in prison. That's not for me to decide. That's the court. But I do think that you should be because it's it's not seen as valuable as people outside of the womb. So it should be. And I think that would change a lot of people's perspectives. Oh, it would change a lot of people. I mean, people would go into secrecy on having abortions. People would still do it, but it would be. Oh, people would still do it. It would be under. The but radar. I just want I I I'd hope that people at least just have more value given to these children who aren't born. At least them being seen as like, whoa, they're like the same as me right now. Yeah. Like, just because they're in the womb, like we were all there once. Like. You I don't know? remember it, but. I well, I don't either. Do Somebody tells me that I was there. But we were all there at one <laughs> point, so. You know. Do you think it's too far to say it's selfish when the typical woman gets an abortion? Mm, do you think I it's too far to say that's a selfish act? Because it is <laughs> her choosing her life over that life? Would you say that's too far to say? I mean, would say? you say that is selfish? Like, I mean, like, technically it is in your self-interest, so the move is, yeah... I mean, it's it's the same. If, if like you the, like separating it from morality itself, you are choosing yourself yes. over something else. So then, yes, t- on a technical level. Yes. On a moral level, it's that's a harder d- discussion for me. But that's where I stand. I'm. I was that's just fair. curious where you thought on no, that. No, I mean, I, I I would probably say the exact same thing. I mean, if your house started on fire and you're you and your kid are trying to escape, I mean, it's it like I said, it's the exact same because the child is just out of the womb than in the womb. So, or let's just take a baby. Okay. The baby who was just born, if that's closer in age or whatever, and you're trying to save yourself or the baby, 
and you jump out the window and leave your freaking baby in there to burn. Okay, so is that selfish or not? I think that would be pretty selfish. Mm-hmm. Obviously, not the same circumstances. But, I mean, the main point is that you're just letting your baby die. I love that you use the metaphor because I want to build off this. Oh, no. <laughs> because there could be just a better investment in a fire department that saves such children Well, from fires. That is true. I would agree. Why didn't the fire department do more? Why didn't the fire fire department save the kid? And let's not even worry about the criminal the criminal processing of such an individual that would jump out the window, and now we just save the kid. What do you think about that? So let the mom die, or what do you mean? Mom jumped out of the window. She's okay. fine. She's living her her um, her best life. She Broken doesn't legs. deserve Broken to be legs. a mom. <laughs> she doesn't deserve to be a mother. Yes. On doing that. Yes. So I do you think? think this is an idea that I just thought of, so it might be okay. incomplete, but what if there was a program in place where no women could have abortions, but there was an opt-in process? Well, I guess it's orphanages where you give your children away, but in a more different sense where there's almost like a state or governmental a level where... This this is, I guess, already the case where the fireman is kind of the orphan system, you know, where the if 100 percent of all abortions were to be taken out of reality itself, then there would still be babies being given away. And so then or the babies left in the burning house. And so then we would have this influx of orphans for orphanages and maybe a better program in itself might be better. I don't know where I'm going down this path, but that's just a thought. That would be an idea. Yes. I, hmm. Yeah, that's an idea. And I guess it's already set up in the sense, so it's not a new idea of having orphanages, but maybe. Or foster care. foster, Foster care as well. Yeah. But maybe that's models reworked better so that there's. Mm-hmm. a better chance at a better life for yeah. the I mean, kids. Have you looked at how expensive it is to adopt a child pretty in America? Expensive. It is pretty expensive. The, yeah. the process so is grueling. The process well. is wild. Like, why is that so hard? Like, if you're going to be for pro-life, like, make that process easier so that somebody else can, like, have that child that can't mm-hmm. have a child, you mm-hmm. know? I wonder why that is. Like, yeah. I don't even know why there's so I many mean, financial do you think it's barriers. Like, so they're finding, like, people that are right in the head to, yeah, yeah to that's true <laughs> but yeah. i mean yeah. they're also finding people that are financially like affluent to yes. like yeah mm-hmm. but S- that probably can be lowered like I, I don't think that it has to have this high of a bar for you to be financially at to be able to adopt a kid mm-hmm. yeah. you know like i definitely I mean, think it can be if lowered. you were to adopt like how much do you think it costs to have your adoption said back then or now 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 i don't care twenty thousand twenty thousand to have you yes i think it might be more than that i i looked it up really oh. uh-huh. okay i believe that uh, but She's it could be different. is that difference because it was coming from a different you came from a different country yeah is that different then than somebody I, I would think so that's wild yeah. like it shouldn't be that there but shouldn't be like, it's like a nice car it's like, <laughs> no it, it's more like buying different breeds of dogs you know <laughs> i mean i don't want to say that but like think about it like if you buy a mutt from the shelter like it's gonna be two hundred dollars but if you buy a golden doodle mm. that's two grand it's mm. 
that's so where, wild. Where are you going with this comparison? Though? I'm just saying I don't that fully I'm understand. just saying that that's wild. That like it's that expensive to mm. like have an adoption. Mm. And uh, don't quote me on that. Last and time I researched it, I thought that it said twenty thousand, but I'm sure it differs from where you're adopting from. Um, and then an is agency? it a luxury to like have a child from a different place? And is that like supposed to be seen as a status thing? Mm. You know, I mean, it definitely could be. I mean, you're seen as like a good person. Well, like some that's what I'm, I'm Holly, like Hollywood. That's a, a little bit of a thing. Yeah. For you no, adopt children. I mean, it's a st- like, is that a status as thing? A, as a um, what's the word to like uh, demonstrate your values? What's the word for that? Oh, like grandstand almost. But there's a it's like when you post let's end poverty on Instagram and it's like we're all for ending poverty. Like what is the what is what is this? All right. All right. You know, the um, there's a word for that, like value something. Anyways. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know where I was going with that analogy, but like maybe a better beefed up. I definitely think that. I gosh, I think there needs to be a change in uh, social services in general. Yeah, I mean, working in it, it's it's so hard. Even with kids who are being born, there's a lot of kids who need to be taken into foster care that aren't just because they're. I I get and I get. There's very many, speci- very many. There are many specifics in certain things that you know a lot of social services are like well that's our line like we have to put a boundary and that makes sense because otherwise they'd probably put a lot of kids in foster care and then they'd be overloaded but Mm -hmm. i'm just saying yes foster care adoption orphanages i I definitely think there needs to be more money poured into yeah and where's that money coming from like is that taxes taxes okay because now you're fighting a different battle again. Mm-hmm. You're fighting a big battle. That's against the pro, like against the pro-lifers. That is a the argument for somebody of the pro-choice variety is that we don't have solid systems in place, and so why is that would pro-choice we or is that liberal? Pro-choice. A little bit of both. Okay. Pro-choice or liberal, or is that not the right word? I don't know what like your pro-choice would definitely be left, and then pro-choice tends to be more left-leaning, but that's also because it's been politicized. Right, that's why I'm saying, is that like the political view of being left-leaning or just like being pro-choice? Like specific pro-choice like arguments include these. That's what oh. I'm saying. Oh, well, they're kind of intertangled, so it's hard to um, lame. I, I would say both. <laughs> well, both probably are like. You know, let's have better social services. Yes. I would think smart Republicans would think the same thing, but some don't at the same time. But the argument from that other side of pro-choice is that we don't have these systems. What I was trying to get at was we don't have these systems in place. Mm -hmm. And so maybe we focus on that first, and then we can talk about where the line is drawn of bringing kids into this world. And so that the support system, so that we have the support system there first before we decide whether we push these people into the world is kind of the argument from that side that I've, uh, that I hear. That's definitely the healthcare. Yeah. That's what you were connecting to with healthcare, but in general, just like social services and everything like that, as we both agree need work, everything needs work, but Mm -hmm. that could probably use a little bit more attention. And so kind of one of the arguments from that side is 
Mm. Let's okay. let's beef that up first. Let's get the fire department better before we're making Sally keep a baby in the house and then house gets on Sally. fire. So that's kind of the other side from that point of view. Uh-huh. And I think you see eye to eye with them in the sense that those services should improve. I do. I don't necessarily think that like those have to be improved first before we like decide mm-hmm. to just you know let more children in but i understand why i just don't think that should be like a determining factor I you gotcha. know what i'm saying yeah um but this also could just be like the point that people need to be more responsible i i agree with that and people I think need we to be more accountable accountable and so, you know, um, if you're not that I don't feel, hmm, empathizing is just very different for me. If you are a teenager and in high school and you know, you know the consequences of, you know, having sex and then, you know, oh, you're pregnant. Like that is not the baby's fault. Like, that you chose mm. to be irresponsible. So why does the baby have to pay for you not being responsible? You know? Yeah. So there's just many things that I, I'm i just, like... And that also brings into the question of, like... See, so I said most of the time it's inconvenience, which is true. And with a lot of things, um, you know, nowadays, I'm pretty sure it's, like, based upon the women's health um like they can choose to abort the baby because the woman's health is declining um but a woman can say nowadays like oh i don't feel like having the baby yeah like that's kind of impacting my health what do you think about those special exceptions like rape or um that's um, what i was going to talk about rape and sexual assault and all of those certain things um, there's another one um Life of the mother being in, in detriment, da- in yes, danger. In yeah. danger. Um, yeah, see that. Okay, we'll talk about rape first because I feel like the other one uh, I haven't given much thought to. So rape is very difficult for me, I would say, um, because I definitely empathize for women. Uh, everyone should actually mm-hmm. being raped. Um, and actually uh, men should just stop it. That's what I have to say. Um, but women who are raped and they become pregnant because of that. I do feel for them, and I do empathize for them. I think it's a little bit much to say, like, I don't know, that they should just abort their baby because they're always going to be reminded of, like, that happening. They're going to be reminded of that happening whether they have the baby or not. Like, trauma just goes throughout your life Mm -hmm. whether you have the baby or not, and, and that's just how it works. Um, and so Mm -hmm. then I would say it's not the baby's fault. Like, yes, it, it, it was not the ideal outcome from a really bad, horrible injustice. But just because that happened doesn't mean that the baby has to suffer because of that too, you know, Mm -hmm. like, and I don't want like, you know, women to constantly be traumatized. But the reality is that like, you just live with that. Um, your whole life and like having 
like the child could be a really good thing who knows like i can't dictate that but my main argument to that is i i sympathize i empathize i feel very <laughs> what are you guys playing footsie or something um i sympathize and empathize i feel so strongly for women who are raped but then again it's another life not just their own and i just don't know why they have to like suffer because of like they being the baby the baby yeah because someone else's mistake not hers the man's raping her um and that yeah i just i mean it it kind of goes into what we were just talking about about teen pregnancy like if you if you have sex and you're not using contraception Mm -hmm. and like it it is not like they are a mistake but they made a mistake if they're not trying to have a child to you know avoid that and so why should they have to pay for that and that's the same thing like yes like she was raped and that's really wrong i'm not going to discount that but like i don't understand why the baby has to pay now because of that you know Mm. yeah i think the separate thing with that is like the woman's decision which makes it makes it tricky where one situation is the woman or teenager however you want to okay where the woman decided not to use contraceptive and had sex with a with a boy or man okay where the woman had no choice what the man was and the man forced it and now right, she is rape. in this position so there there is a line between those two no i understand that okay i i wasn't saying that i know the you woman, do the woman who was raped mm-hmm. didn't have contraception i, I was like comparing the two different circumstances like both babies didn't decide to no. come in i don't think any baby decides <laughs> to come into this world um like kind. <laughs> oh what one swam a little faster <laughs> okay but i you know what i'm saying i know i, I know. just like i just don't think that they should just have to pay for it you know like and, and like again I'm i'm saying it's it's i'm not saying it's a not a horrible situation yeah. i do agree that it's horrible yeah. and i wish those things never happen mm-hmm. but i also don't like i just don't and we would make the man pay for it but then now with this decision the woman has to pay for it as well in the sense that she has to take care of this child now she doesn't have to she she, she can would put give it, it up away. for adoption okay or foster care okay like but you know i got like you at least giving it a chance killing it is not giving it a chance yeah but at least giving birth and you know in in all of these situations being pro-life and stuff i'm not expecting everyone to keep their children there's just some people who are really truly not fit to be parents and like people are sometimes accidents and i get that Mm -hmm. and that like and so i do agree that like a lot of the times i think it's the smartest thing to give your children up for adoption or foster care to give them the best chance at life so I'm not expecting like everyone to just keep their children and do like, you know, and parent them. Mm-hmm. If that's not the best course of action, then don't do that, you know? But there are other options than just killing them, you know? Yeah. So that's why I just yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, so maybe would you hope to see if there was no um if over Roe v. Wade was over- overturned? Would you hope to see that there was a better investment into our 
um, child protective service. I think I already know your answer to this, but at the same time, we have this hand of we're going to make this illegal for the most part, but then mm-hmm. at the same time, we're going to give you the resources. Yes. Is that kind of how you I, think I would say the so. course should go? I definitely think there should be much more money in this services, resources, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just in general, even if this whole Roe v. Wade thing wasn't like being thought about overturned, I think that this should just be a whole thing in general. Yeah. I mean, I think there's money going, a lot of money going towards many things as of right now that aren't as important as yeah, like human lives. So. Yeah. And you alluded a bit to the taxation issue, um, but maybe a way around that, I have a little idea, is that what if the both biological parents, while they don't have to keep the kid, had a small alimony payment to pay so that orphanages were financially paid through that to a certain extent? Because we require that of men when men don't want to take care of their kids. So then why not have it more equal where if men and women don't want to take care of their child, we maybe don't. We should just make the laws, <coughs> I feel like. Do you think if <laughs> you're adopted, then you don't have to make those payments anymore if your child is adopted out of the orphanage? It's a good question when to cut like, that off. Yeah, because yeah, like, do you just randomly get like, oh, yeah, you're now free from those mm-hmm. payments. Like your car payments are over, you know? Yeah. I mean... The government already incentivizes when you get a when you take in a kid while you do pay a little bit to the agency you there are like aren't there certain financial incentives where you kind of get a little bit of money a month while it's not enough it's still like a little bit i think are you talking about social security or no like if you were to adopt and finally once you get that child you get don't you get some money monthly from the government i don't know anything about that i might be speaking about something else that's wrong because i know that like for people who have disabilities they get money from the government yeah through social security i think it's a little different than that but um, i was just i think in general i know families get like a small child tax write-off but i thought there was something in place where if you do um like take in a foster kid or um I mean, definitely foster kid, I think. Definitely foster kid. I think there's an incentive program with that where I think you get some money. I'm not sure about the adoption. From the government. I could see that, though. I'm kind of surprised that there's not a tie from the biological parents to maybe pay a small sum. And it might not add up in the total to that million. But maybe it's like a, a third of that. So it's something still would, being supplemental. I feel like that would definitely make I'm kind of surprised sense. there's not that at all. Um, yeah, I mean, we're all not like people who have kids. So true. we are pretty uneducated on true. that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. I think that the problem that might stem from this, while it sounds nice, is that most likely the people that would be giving these up are low income. And therefore, mm. would these payments actually be made? And then at the same time, if they weren't, then that's just like another financial yeah. burden on them. So then would that, ins- that would, I guess you would hope incentivize the parents to keep the child, right? It's, it'd be, and we're just kind of spitting ideas at this point but it'd be curious i'd be curious to see how the reality would actually play out with would because oh if i give this child up 
I'm going to have to give up $300 a month or something like that. Uh-huh. Is it more just worth it to keep it? But then you still have probably pay more if you keep it. So I don't know. There's an interesting dynamic at play yeah. there, you know, no, but I'm kind of surprised saying. where like if the dad leaves, the mother can file for alimony payments. <gasps> but then if both parents leave, they're completely and there's an issue of like they just drop the baby off at the doorstep whole thing. Right. So they they can't be tied back to him, which you might see an increase in that maybe. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But then at the same time, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. That's a. It's very tricky issue. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see that. It it might not work because it is more low income that would be in that position. Mm-hmm. And so then more daring acts I think would be taken such as just leaving babies places. Which might Or be maybe it just might incentivize people to n- use birth control. I think I I think that's a good point, but I think we're just so like we just don't have that um there's a word on the tip of my tongue. Mindset. That mindset or just like um, know-how of how like the world really works in the sense of like, oh, if I don't use any contraceptives, I'm going to have a kid. I don't think Which like we fully sense. grasp that. Yes. I don't think like I, even I, no, now like us being talking about this, like I don't fully grasp what that would mean. I definitely do. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. you definitely you fully grasp what it would be like to have i can't fully because i'm not in that position yeah but i can grasp it being that i am a sibling of someone who has experienced a similar situation and now she's a single mom so hmm. like I mean, through her you can understand yes. what you're saying yeah yeah but like yes i mean when you're a freaking middle school teenage high school kid obviously you're not gonna think about it mm-hmm. like you're just gonna be like woohoo but just think uh, how how much do condoms cost like a pack of condoms less than a dollar okay for one. Oh, okay L- it for depends on where you're at okay well less yeah. than they a dollar expensive though okay what well whatever you're getting less than a dollar for one condom obviously that's not the best go-to but mm-hmm. in the spur of a moment it's at least something there's also something called pulling out, which is the best option all the time, mm. ever. I do the push and pray method. I don't want to hear what you do. <laughs> Anyways. The con- push and no, pray. No, 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 <laughs> no. I'm, I'm so... No, no. You just push it in Bosh. and pray. You leave it? I'm kidding. Okay. Well, I, was like, <laughs> I was like, you're an advocate. Like, how many kids do you have? I have three. <laughs> okay. That okay. makes sense. Alimony's rough. Guys, 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 guys. A condom Reel it in. A condom costs less than a dollar, apparently, from Bosch. And so you can do that before you have your fun and then you don't have a kid. Or you just don't take that choice, that one stop to I don't know, Walgreens or whatever, for less than a dollar, and then now you're pregnant. And now you have to pay a whole lifetime over a million dollars to take care of a child. So which one is it going to be? Because apparently a lot of people are skipping out on the 10 or the less than a dollar. I'm going raw. (laughs) Shut up. Ew. No. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that like other contraceptive styles should be 
available to the public like vasectomy and like having your tubes tied and stuff like, like that. what do you you mean it is available i mean it's available but i'm talking about like av- free like free yeah hmm. like should that be free to like a, good a lot of people do believe that it should be free i mean do you i would love for it to be free i wonder how much it costs sydney how much does it cost to have a vasectomy um, I don't know. I don't know either. I can look at it. Can you reverse getting your tube side, though? No, you, you cannot. Okay. For men, you, you can, can, right? You can reverse the vasectomy, yeah. yes. But for your That's interesting in itself. I know, isn't it? Me and my buddy were trying to put our thoughts. This is kind of off topic, maybe. Uh, what exactly were we talking about? <laughs> well, it was, a, it was weeks ago. It was, um, what also, if... you have banana in your mustache. That's great. Really? Yes, Leave you do. it there. No, so cool. you just got it. Yeah. No, you just spread it. <laughs> spread it. You spread it to the other side. Dude, you'll find it later tonight. <laughs> a little snack for later. Um, oh, it was what if in the 1960s, instead of female birth control, it was male birth control first developed? Well, I am all for that. I don't understand why the women have to be on something f- because of men can't pull out like as a thought experiment what would what would that do to our society is what i'm getting at oh i think it would definitely change things i think there's a lot of big technological developments Mm -hmm. like the printing press um nuclear technologies and the birth control Mm -hmm. the pill is a huge one Mm -hmm. my thought process goes right after that we saw the sexual revolution where we thought we could just do as much sex with anybody that Do we could as much sex and then that's when we saw a big um sexual transmitted disease epidemic breakout and then i think for the most part collectively we understood maybe that's not the best course for action uh-huh. and kind of corrected after that i think that was like 18 or the 90s or 80s and then with increased bodily autom- autonomy is easier for women's liberation as well which in itself is big yes as well so then what if that pill didn't exist and it was just for the the dudes what would the course of all the events still be the same i don't i don't think they'd be entirely the same i mean i i'm sure they wouldn't be entirely the same yeah um i do think that it a lot of things would change. I mean, I think that gives a great point. Uh, why do why do women have to be on this hormonal thing for however long you don't want to have a child and the man just gets to freaking just live his life? I mean, birth control is a serious thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we go on it to prevent having children, but it does a lot of things to your body, a lot of not good things. Sometimes it's like literally a toss up between, okay, do I take birth control just to prevent b- getting pregnant, or do I get off of it because it's like actually, like feels worse than adverse to like, me. Like yeah, so yeah, I mean I definitely think that there could be. <laughs> <laughs> Is this I a tall boy now? Definitely think <laughs> that there could be. Is it the same drink? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you fit it in there? Or is there like something at the bottom that's holding mm-hmm. it up? Okay. Do you want to check it out? Yeah, definitely want to check <laughs> it out. I just definitely think that 
Like, I don't know why it should be, like, all on the women. Um. Fits multiple different cans. Almost any can or glass bottle you can think of. Wow. Right? It'd be sweet to get sponsored by them. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, um, can you say your last point again? Just because I just said, why do women have to like do all these things to prevent being pregnant when men just can do? Okay. I have multiple different counters to that, if you will. Okay, I would love to hear it. Technology-wise, it wasn't there in the 1960s. Okay, I understand that, but so that there's that argument. Okay. Um. And then also, biologically, we're built different. It doesn't... Okay, so what... So then... Like, this is why the, I, 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 like the, I like to try to get down this thought process. Is like, okay, we develop it for guys. And... Vasectomies cost almost $1,000. No insurance paying out of pocket. Out of pocket, $1,000? Yep. That seems cheap. It does. Yeah. To be reversed also. Probably another thousand to be reversed, I would assume. No, I know, but like the ability. Expensive. Yeah, it's probably yeah. Expensive but like having the ability to reverse it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, keep going. Um, I try to picture like what this would be, this reality would be like. Because I think it would, it would obviously help men more to produce, to spread your seed and not worry about it. Spread your seed. To not worry about it. <laughs> that gets you? You don't like that <laughs> phrasing? I don't know if that's what I would call that. But mm. Wait, so rephrase what you're saying. Also, we have to go soon, I think. Do you guys? Yeah. Do you have something? Yeah. What's the time cap? When do you need to leave? Probably in like 10 or 15. Oh, okay. Yeah, my bad. You're good. Uh, try to finish this though. thought, and then we can wrap up. Okay. Um It'd be better for men. I don't know. I spread their seed. It's hard to me to, to even like put my head in this, but I, I really tried. Would like to, like. There's this thing where the majority of men. No, the minority of men have had sex with the majority of women and procreated. That idea, with okay. the eighty twenty principle. Okay. So then the upper percentages of high status men because women go for high status those men could more freely i guess have multiple sexual partners and then not worry about it from a legal perspective where they couldn't tie a kid back onto them so i think it maybe just then to sum up it would liberate liberate men even more and then that would therefore push down women even more as well if men if men had the birth control then women yeah like i'm trying to mm-hmm. picture what this th- what where it would go because it's hard to say because it's a fictitious reality yeah that's really but interesting yeah. i mean that's a because with women being able to have it then you can block yourself from any man impregnating you and then you don't have to worry about abortion or having to carry the kid but then you don't have that wall of defense system and then any man do, doesn't have to worry about tying themselves to you in the sense of that's a child. Re- that's really scary. I'm um, like sexual assault and that kind of stuff. And sexual assault is Se- really interesting. Uh, yeah. Well, it's not interesting. It's scary. Like thinking about like somebody who like engages in sexual assault with different people that they don't know 
mm-hmm. to any level, like, is able to just get away with that. And mm-hmm. then it's, I mean, they're going to, yeah, that's just. I think I understand what you're that's saying. That's I don't know. Yeah. That's really scary. It's, it's a interesting thought I think to that, put through. Yeah. You almost want to have like that kind of contraceptive for both sides. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you're, I definitely you're deciding like if you are having that or not, but allowing it for men. Yeah. There's definitely a scary side to that. Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> I have a point I could bring up that I think we might disagree on, but it Please. might take up too much bring time. Bring it up. Bring it up. Just go. Hurry. You're wasting time. When right they now. develop the male contraceptive, Unless it's a hundred percent proven through rigorous scientific testing that there's no negative consequences to it, I'm not. Like, gonna what take do it. you mean negative consequences? Like any adverse reactions or side effects or downsides. Oh yes, but so many women have to deal with the adverse. Well, here's the thing. Just because it's on us. So. Because you can't keep it in your pants. So. Because. Because you're trying to spread the seed. Okay, go. Because. <laughs> I made the decision and it is available to me to not have to take it. I would not require any of my partners to have to take it as well. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, so I take an equal approach to it, but I, if it will harm me, I, I'm not taking it. And therefore yeah. I would not require any of my you partners almost wanted to, to be take it. Like have like several years of like scientific mm-hmm. proven, like, no, I agree with that. that. It's not going to harm you because mm-hmm. like, I don't want to take just random I mean, we just took a COVID shot, but who knows what's in that, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah. So that's my stance. Hmm. But I want to require, again, to repeat. Then what about... Do you want children later in life, Bosch? I do. Okay. Yeah. Okay, then what about... Like, what would you say about all the birth control that's out right now for women? It still has a bunch of negative side mm-hmm. effects. So what would you propose to change that then? If you don't want to take it, don't take it. Okay, then we get pregnant. <laughs> that's that's a that re, that that relies on the fact that reality itself is sexist, and not on the fact that any if you're taking the position that I'm taking that this decision is sexist. Reality by itself is sexist we are unequal just by the basis of how we are set up psychologically and biologically males and females not saying that nobody there should be a proportion that has lesser rights but just by the way we come into this world we are set up differently and so it is sad that most likely more women will if once the birth control debate is at an equal playing field as far as technology it it just is a tragedy in itself that more likely than not more women will need to take it than men. Yeah. So I think I followed. Yeah. And it's because almost you guys need that defense system in a sense where, well, for what, I mean, if, and this is to say like, if there was no negative, side effects i would be taking it because then i wouldn't have to worry about having an accidental kid and then also depending on how the birth control manifests like males technically do but it's condoms but then sex is less pleasurable you know because then you have a a piece of plastic between um but then if you more pleasurable than having a child i love children 
Then go have one. Spread your seed. Spread my seed all over <laughs> the third. Stop it. Stop it. Just don't, don't describe it more. So. Wow. That's my good. position on okay. mirth, male birth control. Mirth. <laughs> mirth. <laughs> yeah. Well, fair. We I don't know if anybody wants to wrap up with anything. What do you have to say? Oh, I was just going to say that we definitely don't have a hard look on those kind of things because the way that we're going to choose to live our lives is that we're going to go with the vasectomy route and then we're going to choose to like adopt kids later on when we have the financial means to actually do that but yes, yeah it's let's hard. tell everyone on the internet what oh we're going to it's do. hard oh that's what you guys are deciding to yeah, do yeah that's what we're going to decide to do mm. um, well yeah because i'm not i don't want to put I my mean, body through sydney weighs like 95 pounds like <laughs> i'd what does that have to do with anything i just couldn't imagine you pregnant. could you shoot a cannonball out of yourself um, no <laughs> <laughs> i i probably like i probably could sydney probably you definitely baby could out. but yes. yeah but we don't I, I prefer go that route. not to. Okay. So. And we also just want to have kids whenever we're financially like yeah. ready to do mm. that, rather because than because we're responsible. Well, we're not responsible, and that's why we're going to. That's choose a that really route. interesting take. <laughs> we're Wait. definitely. I think we're responsible. Okay. We're. I mean, to a certain point. We're, you're in a financial stability point. Yeah. Is that what you're we're saying? being responsible right yeah, now I mean, by. We are financially responsible right now, but. Like I, I just, I just meant responsible like by waiting to have kids until we're oh financially yeah. capable. No. That's being responsible. Trying yes. to be the most responsible that we can. Mm. Yes, because that's how you responsibility should be as a parent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With great power comes great responsibility. And not spread your seed willy nilly, right? I would say please stop spreading your seed. <laughs> your seeds are unwanted. No one wants your seeds. Mm. Keep them in your pants. Keep my seed in my pants. Keep them in your sacks. Okay. Mm. Nobody <laughs> wants your seeds. There's a lot of people that want my seed. Oh, you're specifically. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Really, a mm-hmm. lot of women. Oh, tons. Hmm. Yeah. Or sorry, I don't. Are mean they to lining s- up outside your door, Bosch? They're outside right now. Let oh. me see them. Call them in. I don't want them in. Oh, oh, because you're gonna spread your seed. No, I don't want to offend you guys because they're not too pretty. Why would that, that offend offended us? you almost more <laughs> <laughs> saying that. I knew that that was going to offend you. That offends them. <laughs> I, I was going to say, <laughs> are they butterfaces? <laughs> what the heck does that mean? You don't know what a butterface is? That's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know, but that's not nice. It's just not good. She's beautiful, butterface. <laughs> Ew, wait, does that mean that you do something to her face? No. Say it slower. She's beautiful, but her face. Oh. <laughs> like she's got a body, but... Her face. Mm. We'll wrap That's this up for you guys. That's quite shallow and judgmental. <laughs> I'm and kidding, many people guys. Would I'm say kidding. Your faces are We're not very. These are poor either, jokes. So done by poor men. I'm so sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're not rich yet. No, not yet. We're anyways. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever be that rich. All right, you. Oh write God. This. Oh no. <laughs> so this comes from the previous person that was on the podcast. Uh-huh. Which is Sydney, right? No. no. Oh, really? No. Okay. My good friend, Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> what did she ask <laughs> us? so funny. Uh, it's a guy. <laughs> okay, what did he ask us? I'm sorry for assuming genders. You guys know who Harambe is, right? Oh, yeah, the uh, Cincinnati. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, that's Ohio. Like, that's where I'm from. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. I mean, Maybe this is a good there. question no, for you guys. I, I'd seen Harambe before in my life. <laughs> you at had? The, at the Zoo Lights, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, okay, I, I mean, but now he's no longer. Well, this is kind of gets on to that. Okay. Who should have died? Harambe or the parents? The parents? Of I the child. Dude, all right. Oh, like after. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's... Who is should, it Harambe's fault, or the, because the parents did not supervise their child well enough? Is the is the question basically? Or is the zoo's fault? I for, was just thinking mm. that. Yeah. I mean, like those are liabilities. Like that's the a zoo heat. should die. <laughs> the zoo, the Cincinnati Zoo is awesome, but it is. I think that they probably put a cage over that after mm. that happened. You know, they mm-hmm. definitely should have been res- held responsible. But the gorilla is a gorilla. I mean, it's a wild animal. The parents should have. So. No, no, she's I talking about no, the zoo. zoo. The, zoo's the, the zoo shouldn't have died, but the zoo should the have been held more responsible. Definitely holding some responsibility just in that. Killing Harambe. If we had to say Harambe or the parents, though. I mean, you don't know how many times we've chanted Harambe at college parties <laughs> whenever I was <laughs> like growing up. The parents, 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 parents. The parents. If it had to be. I yeah. want Harambe back. Like, yeah. I want to go party with Harambe. So we should have executed the parents. I feel like having a few beers with Harambe would be way better yeah. than having beers with those parents. Those parents, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> <laughs> but it has to be that way. <laughs> what Does do you think? I mean, do you think parents are Harambe? I think parents. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it's an easy, I think it's an easy kill. Yeah. Like, easy kill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not killing Harambe, dude. That guy's cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's, right. a, that's his instinct to go kill that kid. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's a wild animal. I yeah, yeah. I mean, it just shows how wild he is. Like, yeah. can't expect. All right, Harambe. you write the you write the next question. You guys both can have a question if you want. Oh uh, no! Come on, Sid. I already made a question. It's his. And my question was like, lame. What's your favorite color? My question was lame. That's even lamer. What was your question? Hmm. You just texted me that yesterday. I'm forgetful, and I've met with many people. Um. Oh. Oh no. It was no, yours was good. People had some good answers to that. Oh. That I can't remember right now, but I forget what Sid's question is. I even listened to it. Mine was um, like, if you could go anywhere in the world, and money wasn't and a problem. Money wasn't a problem. Where would you go? Oh, New Zealand, no doubt. I mean, money we, isn't we that big of an issue. Still mm-hmm. go to New Zealand at some point. Yeah, if I don't have a kid, <laughs> right off the bat, we can go to New Zealand. Oh, that's all dependent on you, buddy. I think that's a us thing, not just a Camden thing. You want to get a vasectomy soon? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, but like, you, there's other ways to not have a kid. Oh well, yeah, it's called m- abstinence. Pull out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, abstinence <laughs> is Jeez, the Bob. best birth control. I don't think I got it after this whole conversation. <laughs> Bosh never learned it. <laughs> I've never learned. He I never got a health, health class though. That's real. He learned. To that's why I got one in fifth grade where they're like, you have hormones, but that's about it. Yeah, fifth grade's health class was funny. I don't. I think that. I don't think the birth control thing should be talked about in fifth grade. I Definitely high school. But I, I don't know. There were kids in my school that were having sex in fifth grade. Oh my Whoa. gosh! How do you even? Do you want like I, a picture? I thought I don't want a picture. I, I, think, guys, I think that's illegal. I think I that is illegal. <laughs> I thought they're like things. No, dude. Drop until it. Uh, it doesn't matter. That thing. That thing will push into anywhere. Ew. Okay, <laughs> just write the dang question and let's go, please. So, do you have a question? No, I don't. You don't have a question? Just have Cam ask a question. Mm. What is it? Or write down the question. I'm out. Goodbye. Thank you for right. the conversation. Bye, Sid. All right.
So the question is, mm. how do you do your coffee and what does it say about you? Because, mm. yeah, how, how do you how do you make your coffee? Like, how do you make your coffee wash? And how does that speak to you as a how human? How does that speak about who you are as a human? Because I'll right. tell you how I make my coffee and how that speaks to me. Okay. But first, I want to hear yours. Uh, cheap. <laughs> yeah, cheap. I go cheap. Um, I don't drink coffee too often. Lately, it's been hitting me weird where I just can't do it. Yep. Because uh, even one cup, I'll get the high, which I like, but my crash is hard. Yep. Like the crash outweighs the high. And I and it also has affected my sleep negatively pretty hard. So I've just kind of not done coffee. So are you making it at home? I mean, because that has something to do about who you are as a person. Are you making it at home or are you making it? go get it okay okay i see what you're saying um when i do make coffee at home i uh just do like a cold soak of the grounds okay and then strain that and have the concentrate and then mix that with hot water cool and i think that also speaks to me because it's convenient where it's already set in my fridge and i don't have to warm up a coffee maker or kettle or anything like that and i just throw my little hot water maker on hot where i don't have to tend it pour hot water and coffee and then i have my coffee for the morning cool so that's mine mine is definitely lazy i mm. mean it's i have like a coffee grinder okay. like right by my coffee pot and then i basically unfill like a cured cup and then i put the coffee in and yeah. then it's done from there i don't do any cream or sugar because yeah. i'm just basic trying to get out the door mm-hmm. and trying to be lazy as yeah. i can and be quick with it be quick with yeah. it yeah yeah be who i am yeah and you don't need those extra calories with the cream no dude i'd get enough black of coffee. from beer <laughs> I, don't need, <laughs> I don't need extra calories in general yeah Alrighty. um well thanks everybody for listening absolutely hopefully we made some sense in this conversation sid has one last thought goodbye <laughs> good night everybody it was great meeting you boss it's nice to meet you too <laughs> <laughs>